This is the show where we pair the perfect beverage with the events in our lives. This is Let's, Let's Drink, Drink About it. it. Chris, what are we drinking here? Uh, we are drinking something called the Desert Healer. Uh, James Who from London, England, a friend of mine from London, uh, sent in a birthday suggestion for me. Uh-huh. And I thought it would be a good idea if we... It was your birthday recently. Happy was. birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I thought it'd be a good idea if we started the show by drinking for a change uh, instead of ending <laughs> you, you, the show. Yeah, usually we, um, well, this is a, a, a very special show for us for a lot of reasons. We're doing it in each other's physical presence for the first time. Hey, Ben. Ever. There he is. <laughs> and uh, we're also here with Jordan Morris, who's uh, one of our favorite podcasters in the game uh, from Jordan Jesse Go, uh, writer on At Midnight with Chris Hardwick and... Uh, best Twitter there is. Ah, shucks, guys. Thanks. Thanks for having me. <laughs> At Jordan underscore Morris. Nice. Follow him. Uh, yeah, and definitely listen to his podcast. Way better than this one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will. I'll just. Not by much. I'll start uh, to let everybody know that what's what's in this. Oh drink, yeah. What let's we're uh, let's break it down. Right. So we've got two ounces of gin, five ounces of orange juice, a half ounce of cherry brandy, and it's topped with ginger ale. So you want to fill a highball glass with ice, add cherry brandy, orange juice, and gin. Uh, give it a stir and top with ginger ale. It's it's really yummy. Yeah, it's nice. I uh, I usually do not drink uh, gin. Uh, don't like it typically, but uh, <laughs> once in a while I'll be like served a gin based thing, and uh, it'll it'll kind of surprise me. So yeah, yeah, definitely one in ten gin drinks I have are really tasty. This mm-hmm. is one of them, definitely. It's a hot alcohol right now. You know, yeah, the trends come and go, and right now gin's in the spotlight. Gin's in the spotlight mainly because of this show. It's really <laughs> yeah, because of the thing. show we're recording right now. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> Things move that fast in the world of uh, liquor internet, trends. Man, you know, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's big. We're what was the so? What are we? What are we coming off of? I guess I don't maybe don't pay a ton of attention to this. I guess I guess maybe noticing just like what pops up in L.A. I guess there's a lot of whiskey places around now. Right. Are, are we? Is whiskey on the on the decline on the slope? Well, Gosh, I mean, I, I, I don't know if I would say that. I mean, I feel like whiskey is is and always will be popular, sure, and a, for good reason. I mean, the same as gin, really. I mean, like the, the the trend of alcohol to me is a little silly sure. because it's it's your personal taste. Like, I'm not just going to start drinking something because everyone else is doing it. You know, I mean, I might try something if I haven't had it before. But when I worked in a cocktail bar, I would sip on bourbon, and bourbon was kind of the, you know, drink of the moment. And that's where I kind of yeah. discovered my, uh, my, my, well, I wouldn't say love, but it's a like of bourbon. It's, it's nice. <laughs> you're um, uh, you're a star crossed romance with bourbon. <laughs> and I, I went and, uh, so the guy that owned the bar that I worked at, uh, since moved on and, uh, I went to see him and I ordered uh, a bourbon from him and he said, bourbon. That's so two years ago. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, I, I, was, I couldn't tell if he was being serious or not. Now but we just drink uh, fermented sriracha. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he told me the thing was uh, sherry. Sherry. So he gave me a couple of sherries to try. And, and sherry is something I, I associate with, um, you know, unfortunately, people I see in a bus stop, you know, and it's <laughs> oh, usually sure. an empty bottle yeah, yeah. lying at their feet. I guess you know? I think of it as like... Um, you know when they're doing like a cooking segment on a morning oh, show, yeah, right? And they're right. using the cooking sherry, the pan with the and sherry. then the host, whoever the fun host is, <laughs> right. will take a little sip of the sherry Whoa. like behind the the chef's back, yeah. And like and like, hey, I'm the fun one. <laughs> so I guess I associate sherry with like surreptitiously taking a drink to prove that you're fun. That's sort of the the. Um the hackneyed version of David Letterman uh, drinking Paris Hilton's perfume when she comes on the show to, <laughs> to promote it. <laughs> sure. I mean, I suppose 
like just getting back quickly to the trend thing, I didn't, I'd never drank sherry before. So he gave me two different kinds of sherries, just little uh, sips. Yeah. One being a lighter, clearer, uh, uh, less syrupy. That's, I thought sherry was a syrupy beverage and this one was not. And then he gave me one that I was sort of more uh, expecting, I guess. But yeah, they were both delicious, but uh, I've never had it since. So before or since. I've heard that uh, Chianti wine had a bad reputation for a long time because it was sold as kind of a syrupy, super sweet thing that was cheap and sort of associated with... Uh, Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> well, Chianti. I think he must have been drinking like a nice one. Cause Probably. He's, he's well, kind even, of a, even said it was nice. He's sort of a bon vivant, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the... Uh, the wino set, I think, was fond of like very sweet. Gotcha. There's that like classic cartoon wino, right? Who, like, yeah, with you the know, straw wrapped bottle. Sure, seeing the... pink elephants. Yeah, <laughs> whatever a classic Warner Brothers cartoon wino would see. Yeah, um, certainly. Well, um, that's interesting, Sherry. All right, listeners, uh, get on the Sherry trend. You heard it here first. But see, that's the thing. <laughs> well, you said that you noticed a lot of whiskey bars, and, mm. and I mean, if they're if they're big here, normally. I mean, I remember hearing years ago when I was a kid, like it, it, things sort of trends, a lot of trends start in Los Angeles and make their way, you yeah. know, in, inland, every, every, all points inland from there. Um, and, but if like whiskey's still big here, I mean. Whiskey's huge in, uh, in Brooklyn as well. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, it's, I think people still enjoy a nice whiskey. Yeah. I'd say we're always, we're always, you know, we're a, we're a couple months behind Brooklyn, but a couple months before other places. So, <laughs> like yeah, Toronto. Yeah. 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 Um, you can't, but, can't throw a, Prescription pill in Brooklyn without hitting a whiskey bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, we were all up at uh, Max FunCon watching some some fun comedy jokes and uh, taking some classes. Chris and I taught a home bartending class, which came off pretty well. I think mostly because it was a thinly veiled excuse for people to get drunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan, you taught a class as well, right? Yeah, I taught uh, I taught one that included no drinking, so yeah. uh, I'm sure it was uh, way worse than yours. <laughs> uh, I did I did a sketch in an improv class at uh, at Max FunCon. Gotcha. Um, I was actually a little bit bummed I couldn't take yours. I have the maybe the beginnings of a home bar uh-huh. here. Uh, oh yeah, I saw, saw that. I, I uh, took a peek of that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I have a, a nice kind of. Uh, I don't know. That's well on its way. I would. I don't say. know when that's from, but I definitely have a a vintage looking at least bar cart yeah uh maybe something that would be in the tacky 70s version of the Mad Men office uh-huh. i have, uh, I have light the, blue i have the crappy uh unsustainably raised hardwood ikea version of that nice. so <laughs> uh yeah and i have some i think uh, i had a nice nice birthday gift from my sister i got the um, moscow mule glasses oh cool which uh which are really nice when they're super super cold yeah, uh, nice to drink a little vodka out of those. But totally. yeah, I, I I don't have much right now. Uh, anyway, so what's what would you guys say? What's 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 maybe something I wouldn't think of to get to kind of jazz up the home bar? Um, I would. Uh, I don't know if you've got an ice bucket or not, but I think that I when you're nice when you're entertaining, that's really fun. Mm-hmm. I have a right now when I need ice, I have a you know like ripped open plastic bag of arrowhead ice that i got I from a gas that. station yeah. that i have to physically punch <laughs> right to get to get uh, to get ice well, off it which yeah. is not you know which kind of like uh degradates the classy atmosphere when i'm entertaining if i'm i'm punching this ice that's in my freezer yeah I think an ice I, bucket is a is a tricky thing because if you have a lot of people over it's doesn't work because the volume sure. is too mm-hmm. is too high and if it's just you it's like 
you know, kind of silly to fill your bucket up with ice and then right. forget From it's From one there. receptacle to the other. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I think then what you need is a muddler. You need, one of the things we brought with us was a, uh, Ben bought a couple of serious muddlers <laughs> while we're here and it'll save your knuckles. I mean, this thing is deadly. It mm-hmm. really is, but that'll that'll uh, if you yeah, it's stick made out with of, like, the bag resin dice. or something. It's, no, nice. yeah. it's a heavy heavy duty. Where'd thing. you get one of those? Uh, there's a really cool store in Silver Lake called Barkeeper. Oh, cool! That um, is basically a fantasy land for anybody who's uh, <laughs> getting into bar nerdery. Um, they have a pretty cool liquor selection, but they also have weird shape ice cube trays and oh, cool. different types of ice picks and uh, i was uh i was speaking of ice and its shape uh-huh. i was uh i was doing a a job in miami not too long ago where i was like getting put up at this nice hotel sure so uh you know part of my i'm getting put up celebration was to just go down to the restaurant and you know just uh Order, order like a real asshole. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's amazing uh, what rules go out the window when they're yeah, on the company. Yeah, yeah. You just, you could. I mean, yeah. We've all got darkness inside us, <laughs> and I think, yeah, that like you see, like how you know when when movie stars become famous, like why they turn into weird entitled assholes. Because I think we all could see that in ourselves the minute we get a little bit of rope. For sure. Uh, so yeah, I definitely just kind of sat at the bar and just ordered. Ordered, 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 and uh, it was in my, yeah, I said I was in Miami, I was in Miami, at a place that I did not, like, you know, it's, it's, it was very Miami, very kind sure, of like, right. that way, very from a Pitbull video, <laughs> uh, and I ordered a, an expensive whiskey, and uh, they're like, oh, do you want it on the rocks? I'm like, yes, please, on the rocks, and you know, it came with one of those giant, massive square ice cubes, yeah. and when I got the bill... Uh, I saw I had a rocks charge. Oh wow! Have you guys heard of that? Was the first no. time I had seen rocks charge, I and it was that's... three bucks for this giant ice cube. I feel like I could see that happening in Las Vegas, in sure. Miami, and like maybe like a really high end hotel bar in Manhattan. Yeah, places where they're gouging Saudi Arabian princes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the cousins of Saudi Arabian. Yeah. I mean, I can... Geneva, like every yeah. place has a rocks charge, but <laughs> I've yeah, never that had that experience because I've never been put up in a Miami hotel. So, I mean, <laughs> I think I would do the same thing and then I would discover oh, for myself. It's great. It's yeah. great. Yeah. What's up with you this week? Well, I uh, I actually played softball for the first time in a very long time. Uh, I was national kind of, sport of Canada. Yep, Canada's <laughs> number one game. Yeah, it, uh, it, yeah. I was kind of worried. It, has it eclipsed curling and log rolling? <laughs> and lacrosse. And lacrosse. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's, uh, Don't, don't forget lacrosse. Three hurdles. I think of lacrosse. Uh, I I have never associated it with Canada. I associate it with the northeast of. The United States, but I guess. I mean, I suppose it's. I a guess native, there's a lot of cultural similarities between. It's a Native that. American game, and it's you know it ties in with. Yeah, so we both stole on this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> everybody on this uh, landmass. Um, so yeah, getting back to like the, the softball thing was. Um, I was kind of nervous. I mean, I haven't played in a really really long time. So. Yeah. And I. I you remember the rules and everything. I, well, uh, actually, no. I guess I never really knew like the, the <laughs> orange plate thing. I didn't know that. I don't know about the orange so plate. So I, I don't know I if don't it's either. Like a, yeah. Okay, so it's. A, I guess I just assumed it was underhand pitch baseball. That's exactly what I thought. Yeah. I, I, so I guess this, I didn't ask anybody. I just kind of, I think I put it together. So there's the regular plate, and then there's an orange plate behind it. And I don't know if like, 
because of this underhand motion. If you don't swing at a ball and it hits that orange plate, that's considered a strike. Oh. So I, I don't know. You can correct me if I'm wrong. But I, um, anyway, I, cons- I used to consider myself a half-decent baseball player. I mean, I could hit a ball, I could catch and throw, yeah. you know. But it's been so long, and I was afraid because it was kind of like this, I don't know, all these people I don't know. and or, I mean, a few I did, but for the most part, anyway, I'm trying out again, you know. Yeah. And uh, as it turns out, I can still murder a softball. Sure. <laughs> you know, I can still smack a ball. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's this bum knee that I keep uh, yeah. coming back to, you know. You've been hobbling around all day. Oh, my God. Chris and I have been, uh, for the last, like, hour or so, going from Trader Joe's to Whole Foods to BevMo, trying to assemble all the things that we needed oh, for nice. the, the podcast. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like, watching him, like, go down the aisle, hobbling like a, like a gramps. Yeah, nice. I'm like this, you know. Real close from hopping on Ben's back, just getting piggybacked everywhere. Sure. Well, uh, anyway. I love you, man, but not that much. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, sometimes it's not up to you. I'm just, I might just jump on your back one of these days. Sure. Um, that's a fair point. But yeah, that's me. Uh, I got back to softball and actually kind of made me think I might want to play in a, a, a beer league or something when I get home, you know, yeah. just like a recreational league. Just shoot some painkillers directly into your knee. I mean, and, I've uh, got no choice. Run around. I've got no choice. Um, yeah, that's... Uh, I was watching. Uh, I was watching the play, and it seemed like while nobody had game mm-hmm. as such. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were a few people that were were pretty good, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, it was. I was. Uh, I was watching. I was watching you guys play, and you know, I, I was impressed when you know the first baseman would run after a, a ground ball. The outfielder would run in to cover the base, and I was like, "Wow, I don't think I would think of that even." Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah, I mean, it, there were people obviously different skill levels and different uh, uh, levels of seriousness. You know, yeah. I mean, I think there were some people that were just coming to crush, you know, the opposing team, yeah. and others were, you know, just playing nerd softball. You right. Know? And, they would have been happy to have a beer in, in Cozy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that was kind of me. I was, you know, I was playing like a little, I was playing more for myself. Obviously, I just wanted to see if I could, you know, yeah, you know, clock a ball. Is there a different pronunciation of cozy in Canada? It's cozy, koozy. How do you guys say it? Uh, it's funny. I say I cozy, koozie, yeah. But somebody, um, well, see, I don't know where this person was from, from, but up at Max FunCon, she said, "Oh, it's just the extra koozies." And koozie, I, yeah, I, thought, I just yeah. assumed she was American because you ever I say tea koozie? Hmm. There's a thing called a tea koozie, a tea koozie, like no, quilted. No. Yeah. It's uh, always tea koozie thing that goes over your tea kettle to keep yeah. it warm. Koozie. A yeah, koozie. I, oh, a koo, as in cool. That must be what it is for beer koozie. I yeah, I don't know. I I like. <laughs> I just personally, koozie is more fun to say. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. It how sounds a little bit naughty. Also, yeah, it it's does. a little naughty. Yeah. It's, it's a little fun. It's, all, it's, it's a little yeah, a little adult. <laughs> well, yeah. kids, kids aren't allowed to drink beer. Yeah. Uh, well, enough about softball. I don't really have a little koozie drawer in the kitchen. Oh. I have, uh, I have you some, do? some yeah koozies people have oh, gifted awesome. me over the years. Uh, do you have a Topatico koozie? In oh, there? I don't. Yeah. I should get one. There was a. I think there was one given out as part of the oh, wow. Max Fun gift bag I this year. That one. Are, are koozies also like the foam ones? Or are they always just like the hard foam ones? Or is it always just like the slip, uh, like the I soft? Think, yeah, I've seen them in like. The, yeah, I guess there's that. That that maybe be the two kinds. Is yeah. the like firm rounded. Yeah, right. You know, always circular one, and then there's one you can kind of fold Collapsible. up. Collapsible. Right. Yeah. Have the slide into your back bottom. pocket, take it out to the bar. Sure, that's mainly what I have. Yeah, yeah. our our, uh, our well, friend, it fits in a drawer easier. Sure. Our friend Scott Anderson, who has been engineering lately, he is uh, the type of person without fail who 
gets a, a bottle of beer and uh-huh. slams is, it right is, into one. And I, 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 I don't think I ever... Is he bringing him to a bar? No, 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 just that. There was home. a while. There was a hot minute. It was, I mean, it was a while ago where I was seeing dudes whipping out koozies at a bar like, to put like the beers in. Handmade artisanal uh, I mean, I think they were like funny tacky beer ones. Oh, you know, okay, I think they like, said shit like ass, gas, or grass. Nobody writes for free. Right. Stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Do I look um, like a fucking people person? Right, sure, yeah. sure, sure. My kids think I made a money. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, so my, dad, my dad's got a good one and I can't. Oh, no. I'll, okay, we'll just keep going. It'll come to me. Yeah, so I, it's been a, it's definitely been a while since I've seen it, but there was a rash of that sure. five or six years ago. That uh, that I can kind of remember. Uh, what's uh, what's up with you this week, Jordan? Uh, yeah, just kind of kind of getting back to the old grind. Uh, yeah. yeah, from I had we uh, the week of Max FunCon, we had a uh, hiatus from at midnight, so that was kind of nice. I got to go out and socialize for a little bit, um, which I've kind of been um, voluntarily uh, staving off for a while. Yeah. I, um, this is a sort of a newish job for me, and um, you know, it starts early, and um, you know, it, it. It. I think it requires you to be very sharp very early. Right. Uh, so I've been kind of uh, going to bed at ten and mm-hmm. uh, having a, you know, having having a, a cup of decaf tea in the evening, <laughs> um, and uh, kind of just generally being a little more hermity than I usually am. Yeah. Uh, just so so as to make a good first impression. So yeah, last week I uh you know definitely got to like go out and go cut to dinner loose, and have a couple drinks. A bit, yeah. mm-hmm. Uh so that was nice. So I'm kind of back to the back to the grind this week. Um yeah. Cool. And so, uh so uh so uh something something to wind down at the end of the day is kind of the Yeah, that would maybe be my kind of like cocktail request for you guys is like you know, I think before uh you know, but kind of before this job, uh, if you are in the if you are in the comedy arts, you're probably you know out on a weeknight several mm-hmm. nights a week, uh, and you, you probably have a couple of drinks. Maybe the places you do shows have a bar or are a bar. Right. Uh, so yeah, I definitely was a was a big uh, weeknight drinker, um, and I've kind of kicked that to the curb a little bit these past couple of months. But you know, I think sometimes when I come home, is there something I can make at the home bar? Some kind of you know. Daddy's, daddy's little nap time kind of, <laughs> what have you that I could maybe just like you know, un, you know I can kind of clear out the DVR, have a little cocktail, yeah. but not feel cloudy or weird the next day at work. I I have a question for you, and I you don't have to answer it because sure. it, you might uh, you're not going to implicate anybody, I guess, but you sort of being new at the job yeah. and wanting to make a positive first impression. Do you see that there are people amongst you and the staff that have that's worn off and they just come in like kind of uh, maybe not disheveled, but you know what uh, I mean? No, sure, more. sure. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Um. No, I mean people take it pretty seriously. I think there's we have these. Um, we have these uh, on Wednesday. They tape two episodes of the show, so it's a long day. We're there till ten, and yeah. um, across the street from the studio where we tape. There is an inexplicable. I mean, I, 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 I don't know how to explain how I don't know how to get across how weird this is. But the area <laughs> we tape the show in is just a strange, you know, like not industrial, but just kind of a gross backlotty warehousey, warehousey type area. You know, there's like a donut store, but there's yeah. not much. It's kind weird of just wide roads that sort of merge with their parking. Yeah, lots exactly. Or just like gravelly, yeah. weird places. So. 
<laughs> in the middle of this, like within a block of the studio where we taped, there is this beautiful, well-kept, classic family, old-time Hollywood Italian restaurant. Nice. And uh, yeah, between shows, uh, one of the other writers, uh, Blaine Capatch, very funny dude, uh, goes over and has a has a tequila drink and then comes back. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, yeah, I did that with him last week and that was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, usually the people the people on the show are that's usually the only kind of like midweek drinking that I can see any evidence of. Yeah, um, like there's no rock and roll writer who's like shirt open, sunglasses on, <laughs> feet on the desk, like you know, yeah, that, like, no, no, yeah. yeah, not a lot of that. Yeah, people take it pretty seriously yeah. and it's a you know the it's a it's a it's a pretty pretty high velocity job. So uh, you know I think. Yeah, it's it's a pretty upstanding bunch for mm-hmm. sure. And it, um, sorry, I'm showing my ignorance. Is it a daily show? It's a daily. Yeah, show. it's, it's Monday through every... Thursday. So right. okay. every every day that the Daily Show or Colbert airs, we right. air. So. Okay, cool. Gotcha. Um, and you, Ben? Oh, your week. Well, I had uh, I had sort of a, an unusual experience uh, where I had to fly to Germany mm-hmm. and work. <laughs> I had. Uh, I literally one day worth of work, so I landed in Germany, and I had about half a day to walk around the town of Bremen. Hmm. And then I had what's I, Bremen known for? Uh, not much. I think there's some aerospace stuff there, okay. which is why I was there. I'm working on a spacey series of videos for uh, uh, for CNET, mm-hmm. um, but uh, the. So I had uh, like half a day to like wander around and see the town a little bit, yeah. and then Eat I some had French fries with mayonnaise on them. I, <laughs> yeah, I, did, I made a point of doing that. Um, did you actually do that? Absolutely. Oh yeah, nice. Oh, you got it. Yeah, I. Uh, and well, then you guys I, don't do that. Like you only do that when you're in Germany. You don't do that here. Anymore? Oh, I do it here too. Yeah, I'm, I'm, here too. I'm a degenerate. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, it only feel it feels like you're you're. Uh, taking in the culture when you do something like that in yeah. Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like whenever I go to like the East coast, uh, on work or vacation or whatever, like I'm like, Oh, there's a Dunkin' Donuts better eat two donuts in the middle of the day. <laughs> like something that would be like a little bit yeah. like, it's like they're just donuts. And it's not uh, like the, Yeah, ex- exactly. It's not like you don't have the same grade of donut sure, here. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, I think there are people who hold the Dunkin Donut in pretty high regard, yeah. Yeah. but, uh, these people are, are, Incorrect. <laughs> Incorrect. In, I, deeply misguided. I had it today. Yeah. I had two lunches today. Sure. I yeah. had, I, before I met Ben today, I went to a, a diner. You know, it, I just had a lunch, basically. Sure. And it was passable. And I, uh, just because it was there. And then I met Ben and he said, are you hungry? So, uh, I just ate, but let's go. I'll go with you. And then um, Oinkster was just up the road. Oh, in, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eagle Rock there. And um, and it's Burger Week. And it was Burger oh, Week yeah, last yeah. year when I was here. So, like, you know, you wait in a short line and then you... You know, there's a burger of the day. Obviously, you can get whatever yeah, you want. Yeah, Oyster's a kind of a kind of an artisanally fast food type place, and yeah, they have Burger Week every year, where they'll make a certain kind of burger for right. one day, and then it won't be on the menu ever again. So, right. the only way you can get one of these weird, uh, kind of stunty burgers is one day a year. Chris's was a corn dog style hamburger oh sure i have looked at a picture of all the burger week burgers online <laughs> uh, so yeah i did see that one it looks very and it, cool and it came with limeade yeah and it oh, was nice oh man that was yeah. real nice very especially refreshing. hot outside and it's like just the most perfect yeah drink. so you uh did the vacation lunch double down totally and yeah. this is exactly and then but on top of that you know ben saw this 
horchata milkshake. And I am all about... Is this also at the Oinkster yes. or is this somewhere else? Okay. Is yeah, yeah. Oinkster is, uh, is pushing a horchata milkshake. Oh, boy. I tell you what. Pretty good. <laughs> I, I, I'm going back tomorrow. Getting another... I'm going to wait in line. I'm going to get whatever burger... What's, that, what's the burger of the day tomorrow? I Actually, okay. I looked and I, I didn't take it in because I was, I was overwhelmed. So excited yeah. about There's one that's a... I think I don't know if it's tomorrow or not, but the one I noticed was the turducken burger. <laughs> and I think it is a turkey burger... A uh, like a fried chicken breast and then duck pastrami. Wow. Uh, that is the most like ridiculous foodie fuck you. Yeah, I have ever. And it's like yeah, yeah. So I had the last year, and that... I would I I if if uh, if possible I would like to eat it. So sure, <laughs> if I go tomorrow, maybe I'll uh, pick one up for you and I'll speed it right over to no, your thank office. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no they problem. do our our. Uh, our office is near an oinkster. There's two. Okay. One, there used to be just one oinkster. Now there's two, and there's one kind of by our office. And the uh, sometimes I'll pick up lunch there, and uh, I know I'm, I'm grousing about something that uh, is a benefit, but you know, <laughs> it just it, when it when it's to go and it's a little bit cold, it kind of loses the magic. Yeah, I think yeah. that like a McDonald's burger doesn't matter too much when you're eating it, right. but I think these nice... Which is yeah. sort of the magic and the horror. Of yes, the, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Hour. Anyways, I had, uh, I think I literally had 36 hours of time in Germany, uh, 12 of which I was working and another, you know, 10 or 12 of which I was attempting to sleep. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, was, uh, it was a pretty crazy thing. And it seems, it's... it's it's hard to imagine that it's like worth it for whoever pays for these things to like fly <laughs> someone to a foreign land and then fly them back on a on such a tight turnaround. But uh, it was a it was an interesting experience. Interesting to uh, to do such a tactical strike on another country. Um, mm-hmm. I think one of the things that was maybe cool about it was that I wasn't there long enough to get jet lag from coming back (laughs) so i was a little bit i was a little bit bleary-eyed while i was there but i managed to survive and then i came back and i was in la and i I mean yeah you've held up pretty well yeah i'm doing okay yeah i mean i was i was pretty much a horrible asshole all day today but that's like the first evidence we've seen that uh, (laughs) sure it got to you at all yeah so all right well should we get into the drinks i think so let's get that time into the drinks. Jordan, the drink I came up with for you. Um, you know, I was sort of going back and forth on what kind of a thing to, to pick out. Should it be something easy? Then I was thinking... Maybe something that you could make a batch of on Sunday and have in the fridge just for whenever you wanted. Um, uh, I wound up going for something that's just uh, nice and refreshing. So this is a rye mint julep. Uh, Two ounces of rye whiskey. uh, Two bar spoons of turbinado syrup or demerara syrup, whatever whatever floats your boat. Um, Two dashes of Angostura bitters. 10 to 12 mint leaves. So uh, you're going to, in the base of a julep cup, maybe we'll use your uh, Moscow mule cup. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, see, if, see if they're compatible. Um, <laughs> uh, we uh, muddle the mint leaves, the rye, the rye, the syrup, and the bitters. 
and you'll fill it up with crushed ice, stir it until it's cold, and fill it with a little bit more ice, and garnish with the mint sprigs. And, you know, I think crushed ice is traditional for this drink, sure. but if uh, if you don't have a, an we'll ice crusher or... Punched ice. Yeah. Just, yeah, <laughs> right. just punch that shit. Um, yeah, so... Um, uh, and you stick a straw in it, and then you bring it to your lips, and you form a seal on <laughs> I think the straw. You're, uh, maybe going into a little oh, too yeah, much no, detail. I'm, I think uh, I can fill in the rest. Thank you. My, my mistake, John. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm sorry. Uh, drinking is. So I think I think we had a common uh, approach. You know, coming in from a new job is kind of maybe a celebratory thing. Sure. But it's also you know it can be an exhausting thing. So do you want to put the time into a nice drink, or do you just want to get to it? Uh, this doesn't sound, I mean, this is a little bit involved. This is maybe a little more involved than I usually am with my home cocktail making, but it doesn't sound unreasonable. Well, I think this is going to be on par with what you just heard. (laughs) Okay. Um, I've, for you, you've maybe already had one of these, but a michelada. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those are great. Yeah, Yeah. definitely a, definitely a brunch treat that I enjoy. Right. So, I mean, it is a hangover cure for us in Canada. We'd have a, uh, uh, a Caesar. I don't right. know if you've had a Caesar before. I've not. What's there a difference? Is that it's it's basically a Bloody Mary with clamato juice. Okay, sure. And it's all the difference. <laughs> um, so uh, Michelada, one juice. It makes something delicious, something gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I mean, we're gonna yeah. agree to disagree. Uh, one lime juice, twelve ounce can of bottle of uh, or can of can or bottle of light beer, uh, a teaspoon of hot sauce, uh, a, a half a teaspoon of Worcestershire sauce, three ounces of Clamato or tomato juice. In this case, I give you tomato juice. Sure. Lucky, lucky thank for you, me. Thank you. Thank oh, you. So, I was like this. I didn't know what to do. Uh, uh, coarse salt cubed ice. So you're going to juice the rim of the glass with uh, a slice of the lime. Uh, salt the rim. Fill the glass with ice. Uh, the juice of one lime into the glass. Add the clam- uh, clamato or tomato juice uh, to taste. Uh, pour the beer over the ingredients and stir. Um, nice. I think I'm gonna Is this a competition? Do I have to say which one I like yes, best? Yes, you do. Oh, okay. Oh, great. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know there was a competitive element there, to this. Yes. There's a, 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 a sort of bullshit competitive element great. to it. Yeah. I know a little something about working <laughs> working for a, for an operation that has a bullshit competition element. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Chris, for you, I was searching high and low for a good drink and I, f- I don't like to be this on the nose usually but I found one that was just so silly that I had to where are you guys looking to get these just uh, I, you cocktail know, resource websites mm-hmm. we're on the road now so we're yeah leaning on websites I have a bunch of books that I like to right. look through at home how often do you use the um, bar rescue website <laughs> how many you know, of these are John think, Taffer approved I don't think I've actually I done that website I have yet. never um, I've made a couple of the cocktails for Bar Rescue. It's it's definitely uh, yeah. Is it a good uh, resource. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's fun. I mean, they're all a- kind of Adam tacky, Carolla's uh, Mangria and right. Yeah, you add a little Mangria. <laughs> yeah. You add a little of uh, Joe Rogan's <laughs> signature something. Yeah, uh, yeah. It would probably it would probably be like an energy drink with some yeah some sure. alcohol by volume. Yeah, you have Rogan. to find the uh, Monster Urban Assault, which yeah. is kind of a rare. You have to go to some like weird liquor stores to get it. So. Sure. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> The drink I picked for you, Chris, is called the Frank Collins, which is a <laughs> twist on the Tom Collins. Okay. And the Frank comes in. You'll see where the Frank comes in. So it's an ounce and a half of gin, an ounce and a half of Frank Consomme, which that- we'll get into how you make that. Oh, God. Three dashes of Worcestershire sauce, two ounces of beer to top, 
and a hot dog. <laughs> Dude, this this drink, I mean, today you're trying to keep it under wraps and then you got a packet of hot dogs. <laughs> and when I saw that, I thought, fuck, this is going to be one of those like uh, punishment drinks, you know? But I, I'm excited I, this to try maybe, it. I think maybe Ben an, just wanted to cook a hot dog. I mean, uh, yeah. you know. I think this I drink think so. has an outside chance of being yummy. So uh, well, I hope it is. So here's what you do. You add everything uh, but the beer to a shaker with ice. Shake it to chill and strain it into a Collins glass over fresh ice. Top with the beer and garnish with the hot dog. <laughs> uh, hot dog's just kind of like a, a fuck it's you. It's kind of ornamental. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to, I will use it you as a stir it, I guess. Yeah. And I guess the hot dog flavor yeah. can kind of seep right. in there. And so the Frank consomme is just the water that you cook oh, the hot dog yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm taking one for the team here. Well, yeah. that's what the uh, soft. Okay, that's so, what so it's going to be a cooked like. hot dog. It's not going to be yeah. a raw. No, or not. I mean, I well, guess. these are yeah, these are pre-cooked. pre-cooked. Uh, not going to get warm. Hebrew yeah. National Ballpark Cold, Franks unboiled right. hot yeah. dog. Yeah, I mean, um, we could go that direction, but sure. Maybe you know what? Maybe on a hot summer's day, we'll just oh yeah, make it a cold hot right dog. out of the fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah nice, nice, uh, nice ice cold hot dog. Very refreshing. Well, speaking of heat, I mean, we're probably in the throngs of it now. I guess it being two weeks from when we recorded this, so. For you, uh, I mean, it's convenient for everyone listening, but for you, having been in Germany, yeah. uh, I'm giving you the Radler, which uh, mm-hmm. we have spoken of. It's canned. A brand of beer called Stiegel makes a Radler, which is a beer, a grapefruit beer. Okay. Oh, they made a great, Yeah, they made a grapefruit beer, but this uh, recipe called for equal parts lager and lemonade. Mm. It's two, it's two yeah, parts. Kind of a shandy. Exactly right. Yeah. And, well, uh, this is actually <clears throat> very apt because I think think somebody that was in on the shoot with me in Germany, one of the Germans that I was there with was talking about how he was trying to order this when he visited the United States and nobody had ever heard of it. And, and, uh, I corrected him that we have heard of it. We just don't, just don't call it, it that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, the, I guess it depends on the kind of beer you use because there is a, a, an alternative, sure. and it's called the uh, Alsterwasser, which is Ooh. use pilsner instead of lager. Okay. Well, uh, we bought Mexican lager, which, uh, <laughs> fun fact, most Mexican beers are uh, from German recipes. They're German immigrants to the oh, to Mexico who fact. founded breweries, which hmm. is why there's kind of a, a light and sweet uh, trend in Mexican beer, <laughs> which is true of Germany. Every week, Jordan. That's fun. That's a fun me fact. With, yeah. It's, it's a, it's a fun lie. fact. I, now this fact I may have made it up. <laughs> Did you might just be a learn lie, this? Might be a fact. Uh, uh, it's something I've heard. So Something you've heard, but I can't in your say travels, authoritatively. this is the kind of thing I don't retain. <laughs> anyway, that's a, that is a fun fact. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that, I think that any fact you hear on this show... Don't look it up, but do repeat do, it to your friends yes. at a bar. <laughs> and Until it becomes the truth. saying the name of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Hashtag something something. Sure. Uh, all right. Uh, is that all the drinks? I think, I think that's it. I think we've hit all the, we've got all, all drinks the drinks. Let's go make them. We'll be back in a flash. Mm-mm. I forget what I'm drinking. Uh, you are <laughs> drinking the Rattler. Uh, so, yeah, I was so uh, I was so preoccupied with the. Uh, so you bought a a nice French sparkling lemonade. I did in this, which is uh, I kind of Germany I did that, and France go to war. Yeah, but I did that to balance out the um, Trader Joe's 
discount beer. Discount beer, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, five dollars for this six Trader beers. Jose's? This Trader Jose's. Trader Jose's. Yeah. Yeah. Premium beer. <laughs> right. Sorry. I mean, La cerveza no mas fina. Yeah. Um, well, uh, cheers. Cheers to you guys. Yeah, sure. Uh, I am gonna try the one in the Moscow yeah. Mule glass first. Right, mint julep. Uh, yeah, this is super tasty, super refreshing. Uh, mm. Goes nice in that glass. Uh, very cold. Uh, it's very cold in that glass. Yeah, no, this is nice. I, 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 um, I have a little bit of a hard time finding. Um, Sorry, I just laughed because Chris took a big old bite of his his hot his dog, dog, dog. stirrer. <laughs> it's a nice cold hot his dog. Hot now. dog swizzle yeah. stick. Mm-hmm. Nothing like an iced hot dog. Oh yeah, a cold. Recently boiled hot dog. <laughs> uh, this is nice. I feel like I always have a hard time finding a uh, a um, kind of an easy drinking, refreshing drink that's not too fruity. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and I think this this walks the line nice. I think my kind of go to drink when I want something like that is like a tequila and club soda. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Which and, is dead easy, but mm-hmm. maybe not the most yeah refreshing super, thing. Super. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so yeah, this is great. This is kind of sits in that zone of like, oh, it still feels boozy, like I'm having a drink. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like I'm having a you know soda or a, or a yeah you know sparkling frappuccino juice or, or frappuccino. Yeah, yeah, it still feels like booze. It feels like I'm having a drink, but it's uh, it's nice. It's super refreshing and uh, yeah, yeah, mint's great. If you uh, if you if you come home after work and make a drink that has a sprig of mint in it, you're yeah. a real class. I'm doing act. okay. Yeah. I'm doing okay. <laughs> yeah, so I mean you don't have to imagine too much, right? Because you just got in from work. So I this did. is I kind of like work, so putting it into yeah, practice. I, mean, I, I can I can imagine it pretty easily. And there's no easier drink to make than when someone else makes it for you. So, sure, that's you know, true. It was, I mean, this is one of the easiest <laughs> drinks I've ever got. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you don't have to decide right now. You can just. Uh, I have. So I need. I haven't had the uh, drink number two. Right. You. You. No. Uh, no. How is this? Uh, explain to me again how this is different than a typical Michelada. It's not. Oh, this it's is just, just a one. Michelada. We just yep, made yep, one. Okay, yep. great. Yep, that's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Sometimes we just make a, a normal drink on yep. the show. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't have to have um, a fucking hot dog stir stick. It's just funny. I guess this is the first time I've had one of these in the evening. I've only had these as kind of a brunch drink. Right. right. As of a, it's just a kind of a hair of the dog situation. Mm-hmm. See how it works. I think that's what Let's it was see. made for. I believe I read that it was invented as a... As a brunch drink? No, well, as a, uh, a cure a for hangover. Interesting. That's tasty. You did a nice job with that. That is really good. Um... Yeah, very good. Um, yeah, Chris is uh... hearty, delicious. Mm, that's the thing. I mean, that's the that's the the heartiness of a of a, a Michelada or a, a, a what do you call it, Bloody Mary or a Caesar is right. often or what puts people chalada. off. Yeah, but and and you know it's, it is a daytime, uh, maybe a little more geared towards the daytime rather than an after drink refresher. So right. I mean, um, but yeah, it's a it's a tasty beverage. Chris, I uh, I wonder if you'd be up for trading sips with me. Yeah, we've never done that. We've so never yeah, done it before. Oh yeah. yeah, I I know that I know that you think I was just trying to prank you, but I am really <laughs> curious about I, this drink and whether that it is, works. I, yeah, well, we'll talk about it. Hmm. Wow. And that has you poured the water in there that you boiled the hot dog in, right? Yeah. The, there's yeah, a little, a little bit, bit of a uh, little bit of hot dog water in there. Or Frank Consomme, as the <laughs> recipe <laughs> terms it. Uh, That's the, the classiest possible way you can describe <laughs> that gross, <laughs> gross thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is not bad. It's not, that is, right? Yeah, it's not. You know, the thing, the, the taste of the drink is not affected that much. You get a whiff of hot dog yeah. as you're 
Yeah. You know, putting it near your mouth, which you is the, like, oh, there's a hot dog in this. It doesn't really <laughs> taste like it, but the, yeah. you know, but the smell. I feel like gin might not have been the right spirit for that. I think uh, like a an aged tequila would have been yeah. able to well, stand up to the hot dog a little bit more. I certainly don't taste the gin. Yeah, you don't taste it at all, no. right? It's kind of briny and hot doggy. Mm. It's... I mean, I suppose the, the 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 thing with all garnishes is that it is a lot has to, a lot to do with the smell, the scent of things. Exactly. And as Jordan pointed which out, right. why, which is why the mint is so. I'm getting a snooter full of <laughs> wiener. <laughs> that's funny because it sounds like you're saying um, like a dick. Yeah, <laughs> I know that's that's exactly like somebody's, right. Yeah. You know, you're putting a dick in your nose. Yeah. They often call me dick nose. Yeah. Um, well, but, I like mine. I uh, I'm. Wondering if uh, I, I I wonder if the lemonade you picked is up to the task. I don't of think it going is going toe to toe with this beer. I think you need a proper lemonade. I think it's kind of a light lemonade, and this uh, yeah. this beer wants to have like a like ideally, would you you know juice the lemon? Well, you know, this make is a funny. Squeeze. I, I made the case to to Chris earlier today that that would be the way. I, I would have done it. Like the most upscale way to do it. It was his drink to make for me. um, Right, yeah, is to uh, make the lemonade from scratch. And I had the lemons in the basket, and then I saw this sparkling lemonade, and the two words together, sparkling Sparkling lemonade. lemonade. Not to mention the French. I mean, I don't don't want to take away from the fact that this is a totally good drink. No, but I mean, anybody that's going to make this drink, don't make it with a sparkling lemonade. I think a a zingier, fresher Mm -hmm. lemon taste would have been... um, Maybe a little bit more effective in the context of this drink, but that, that's not to say that as you made it, uh, you know, as you made it, it's very good. Well, thank you. But yeah, real lemonade, guys. Either yeah. either actual homemade lemonade or a store bought lemonade. None of this watered down French garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I imagine there's like a sweetness to that French lemonade that that maybe kind of overpowers whatever else is going on in there. Yeah, it's probably sugary. Is what, mm-hmm. I, what, I mean, what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, and. I think back to uh, my my brief time in Germany, and I'm I'm feeling like this. Uh, the thing that I would have really liked about this is that it's it's a a real easygoing drink, and you know when you're traveling, you're kind of you're sort of your your defenses are down a little bit. You know, I. I find myself eating junkier food and you know like oh yeah steak with bechamel sauce on it you know mm-hmm. like uh yeah you've got or, that i'm on vacation devil may care right. none of this counts kind of attitude i mean and I it's just... because it's it's stressful and and challenging to travel sure. and and having something that's uh, this is a, a very comforting drink because mm-hmm. it's not aggressively trying to make any statement <laughs> to me it's just a a nice refreshing thing uh, you know, Germany is hot and there's no ice in the drinks and there's no air conditioning, which uh, mm-hmm. is a little bit, you know, I think it's not hot enough of a country for that to be like a total outrage. But mm-hmm. it's a little challenging for me as a as an American who's, you know, used to New York heat being able to go <laughs> sit in a 60 degree room on a hot summer day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it pairs very nicely with going to Germany for 36 hours. Well, I mean, definitely, obviously, the Frank is the uh, softball slash baseball connection here. But uh, 
I don't, don't know. Don't you think you'd be sort of the hero of your beer league if you walked out on Absolutely, the field with without the, question. If I snossage hanging out of your drink, especially with this glass, with this <laughs> cat with a mustache and an eye patch. I mean, but yeah, I think this is this is the uh, beer league drink of choice. Sure, uh, you know, you br- you bring a, a cooler. Beer leagues full- take note. Yeah, you don't need this. Doesn't have to be a, a hot, like a hot Frank. This can be a cold Frank because right. it is a, it's ice cold right now. Yeah. Um, but uh, real quick to go back to the beginning of the show where I had this desert healer. Right. In the title of that drink alone, it was uh, for my my old my old uh, your uh, your bu- your bum knee or my knee ticker. Yeah, right. it's uh, it's um, maybe a little more cl- a little closer, but this one here. Uh, is certainly got the novelty value. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think I did admit that I was I was probably missing the mark somewhat in uh, in selecting <laughs> this drink, but I just got so where enamored. Where did you find that recipe? Like yeah. where where Some where sort encourages of... you to put meats in your drinks? I, I that's can't actually remember interesting. What, uh, the the link to the website will be on the blog post. I can't I cannot remember what what the site was, but I think. I think I was just trying to search for, you know, softball right. related drinks. Something and, uh, comically all-American. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it was definitely conceived as a silly drink. But uh, I think it... Uh, yeah. I it, think there's it, some it, merit it deliver, to it. It delivers on a lot of levels. It's not It's not just random ingredients thrown I think, into a glass. Right. I think there was some thought put into this. Absolutely. And I don't I know think... how... Uh, you know, I think maybe if you just took the hot dog out of it, I know that's kind of part of it, but like <laughs> but the, the water's same in things, there. and if yeah. you weren't if you weren't just getting that hot dog whip as soon as you got near the glass, it might yeah make you able to just judge it on its merits. I think I think you know the hot dog is obviously there for uh, the novel effect, mm-hmm. but with the frank consomme, you're getting that you're smell. You're getting the. Uh... You're gonna essence get, yeah. Of, of you're gonna dog. get that essence, and you know you you bring that drink to a, a ball field, and your friends are gonna wonder. Is there a hot dog in this drink? Right. And you're going to say yes. Oh, yeah. There's, there is. there's some dog in there. But um, you you hit on something we talked about earlier about the trends in foods. And, and a friend of mine back in Toronto works for the uh, LCBO, the Liquor Control Board of Ontario, which sounds ominous. But one of the pieces of literature she gave me is that uh, a current trend is food in your drinks. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and the, oh yeah, you, you had a pretty about funny like going, tweet about this. If you thought about going just full bore, maybe sauerkraut garnish, mm-hmm. uh, throw a pickle in, uh, you know, like just just putting, it's cramming the hot dog in a glass. Yeah, maybe a big Seven Eleven big gulp cup, and then just making <laughs> yeah. the cocktail in there around the hot dog. Well, in those competitive eaters, they're always dipping the the in bun water. in sure. water. So who's I mean, to say that can't be gin? Yeah, exactly. I mean, there was uh, you just mentioned it. There was a, uh, a photo that uh, my friend shared with me that it was uh, it was I think it was something similar to what you're drinking, like a Caesar or a, a Bloody Mary, but it had uh, the garnish. <laughs> Was literally like six meals. It was like a like a full hot dog and bun, a hamburger and bun. Uh, it had everything, including dessert. There was a brownie. Like I'm not kidding. Like nice. this was like it's sort ridiculous. of sort of speared sure. on in the way of like several pieces of fruit and a ridiculous tiki drink. But this was like a burger with An entire meal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't get away from the uh, the image of uh, Fred Flintstone getting the brontosaurus ribs, you right. know, on the car, and like it would just tip your tip glass over. Yeah. yeah. Um, um. I uh, I got a uh, I got a drink in a place called the Pepper Mill in Las Vegas one time that uh, included a couple of scoops of ice cream. This is like a thirty-eight ounce crazy pants cocktail, mm-hmm. 
And uh, so the glass was like roughly normal for, you know, as normal as it could be for a drink that big. But the straw was like three or four feet long. <laughs> <laughs> so you, if you wanted to hold were you the glass like and with sip it, people or were you just by drink. yourself and you're like, I'll try one of these? I think that's the, I think that embarrassingly I was by myself. Sure. I, uh, yeah, you got to live it up, you know? Yeah, I was there for work and we were working at the Las Vegas Convention Center and I decided to take a walk and get myself a meal. And I, th- I could be wrong. I think I wound up there by myself sure. deciding to get dinner and I, this thing was on their menu as like their signature drink. Yeah, I think and if you're not taking advantage of like ridiculous Vegas shit when you're in Vegas, you're probably yeah. not, you're probably not doing it correctly. I mean, I, th- I think it'd be, the image to me would be, uh, you know, sitting with a regular meal, uh-huh. a hamburger, hot dog, whatever, right. a pizza, whatever. Pork chop. And, and then and you have just, like a yeah. fucking yard of beer. Where like I a just, drink you know, where like t- in order to get it, in order to get it served to you, you have to fight Guy Fear. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. you have to have a fist fight with him. And then if you beat him, if sure. you best him, they bring it to the table. Yeah. That's got to be, that's kind of, I bet Guy, Guy Fieri gets some hazard pay for that type of work. Oh, sure. Yeah. That's part of his brand, you know? Yeah. That's Shit true. kicking, who gives a fuck kind <laughs> of. Uh, yeah. Well, the Reckless, uh, reckless eating. The <laughs> hamburger shop we were in today had a framed Guy ate here oh my piece God. of artwork. Here's, the, here's the rub, R.E. Guy Fieri. Okay. Uh, and I did something where um, I did a job a couple years back where I, um, for a promotional thing for Toyota, me and this other comedian, Matt Zaller, we got in this new Toyota and we drove from L.A. to New York and stopped at all these kind of like, you know, tourist traps along the way. And you didn't visit me when you got to New York. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I probably did. Yeah, that's probably true. You I probably, probably did. Yeah, I'm pretty good about that. Yeah. Um, and it's probably a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, ben seems to have forgotten the whole thing. Yeah, that's what, maybe, yeah. I was hammered the whole time. That's fine. So. Yeah, that's reasonable. Um, and, you know, we kind of like, when we would stop in these weird places in New Mexico or, you know, where have you. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, usually in the smaller the place is, you know, you kind of, you go on Yelp and you find out like what their big restaurants are. Right. And usually, the smaller the town, the most prominent Yelp restaurant, Guy Fieri, had eaten at. Oh, interesting. And it was always fucking delicious. (laughs) Really? And you know, it's the the Oinkster in LA, case in point. It's got a big old Guy Fieri. It's a great restaurant. Uh, I mean, what a a boob, but also all all that food he endorses, pretty tasty. Well, yeah, and I think that maybe that's... That's sort of the great thing and the and the uncomfortable thing about him is that, you know, he looks like a dipshit from 1996 who has not updated sure. his style and, you know, has a sort of hedonistic relationship with his, the things that he eats. Sure. And I think that maybe like the, our self-awareness surrounding those things as a society has developed a lot since 1996 mm. and he's kind of trapped in this in this era or I think if I could if I could if I could use a phrase it would be hate the player not the game yeah <laughs> oh. I think it would be like I think we can we can all join together in disliking Guy Fieri yeah. but you know the food he endorses mm. probably pretty good yeah I saw yeah I, I've seen uh 
Maybe like not his or, restaurants specifically, yeah. but like the restaurants where he, you know, that he gives his blessing to, right. you know, out there in America's heartlands. Yeah. I'm, I, uh, I, my experience of cable is limited to uh, visits to my parents' house or my <laughs> uh, fiance's parents' house. Uh, <laughs> but I've seen a couple of Guy Fieri segments and um, I do feel like I've thought they had some interesting things in them. Yeah, as much as I hated the presentation, sure, the, the delivery tips yeah. and the yeah. Uh, yeah. And the Crocs in public and the silk flame shirts. I mean, I feel the same about the uh, the man versus food guy. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I definitely, I definitely had a little uh, had a little policy for a while when I was traveling for work. Just find out where fucking man versus food guy went in this town. Yeah, and probably pretty good. Oh, when I was in Vegas, I went to this place called the Hash House of Go Go. Yeah, and that's uh, that's got a nice reputation. Delicious, at this point. delicious food. And yeah, yeah it was just like where where'd that guy go? So yeah. anyway, um, well, now, I what, we should... this well before we wrap up, okay. uh, this is the time, Jordan. Oh, the verdict must come in. Okay, so here are my feelings: re these two drinks, mm-hmm. um, and I've thought about it. Mm-hmm. I think that both are very, very good, and mm-hmm. both of them are things I would get again. Mm-hmm. Was either of them as good as the hot dog drink? <laughs> uh, both were better than the hot dog drink. Yeah, I'm drinking the swill. Um, that was the only competition I cared about. In this, in yeah, this can the hot dog drink win over all the <laughs> yeah. other drinks? Can it, can it appeal? Uh, you know, I think of like just purely what I enjoyed the taste of the most. The Michelada is just so delicious. It's such a delicious, like, mm. you know... Uh, uh, I was going to say idiot proof, but I didn't want it to be insulting. <laughs> but it's just such a delicious Please. drink. Yeah. Like all the elements are just great. Yeah. Mimic a lot. And yours is super well made. I should mm. not, I'm not saying you just dumped these things together. Nope. They came Thank out you. well. It's super it. well made. Thank you for clarifying. Um, but if we're talking about like Maxin and Relaxin after work, it's mm-hmm. a little heavy. It is. It's a mm. little bit of a meal. It's a little bit of a just a sandwich that gets you drunk. Um, <laughs> I think of a lot of I mean, I'm, I'm or a salad. There's a, a light drunk. thing, but uh, maybe that's because I'm from New York and we're always pairing it up with pastrami sandwiches and stuff. Could be. So by comparison, <laughs> could be. You always have to get with a condition. You're dipping yeah. a condition there every time. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I and I so associate it with hangovers. I yeah. just associate mm. it with like mm-hmm. get fucking something in there, mm-hmm. make it stop, <laughs> bring me some hash browns with this. Uh, and I think as far as like easy drinking, sipping, you know, nice, but not too intense, this, the julep really, really hits the spot. And whereas I love the Michelada and will continue to drink them, I think as far as after work refreshment relaxation goes, I think the julep wins. All right. We're going to have there to enact is. the slaughter rule pretty mm. soon, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are the, you, the seven, uh, the seven uh, runs per oh, uh, boy. inning. I've well, got, I've got a couple of a uh, couple of wins on on Chris at this. I point. mean, I think I'm at two or three, which mm. means that the rest are bends. So I, I think if this is episode eleven or twelve, I don't know what this is. I think this is thirteen, buddy. Is it thirteen? Wow. So the rest, so ten to three. Let's if if I'm lucky, it's ten wow. to three. No, we haven't had a guest every episode, so it can't be ten to three. Well, then this. I mean, that's fine. That's the kind of the ratio we're talking about, anyway, though. Yeah. You know, if you're keeping just, track at home, mm. I don't know why. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, uh, I guess. Uh, I guess the thing I would recommend then, Jordan, is uh, put a little uh, window box out with a mint plant in it. Yeah. You don't have to buy it, you know. All you have to have Grow is... Grow your own uh, mints. Your, your sugar and your and your uh, rye or, you know, you can do this with bourbon. Bourbon sure. is more yeah. traditional. Mm-hmm. 
we did rye because we happened to have some rye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, I love that bullet rye too. That bullet rye yeah, is delicious. Yeah, as nice. far as like value per deliciousness unit, like yeah. doesn't does mm-hmm. not get any better than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that value is only increased if you watch the movie Bullet to the Head while drinking it. I've heard that. I've heard there's a lot of weird product placement for bullet rye in it, that movie. It's hard to imagine that bullet rye didn't just pay for that movie. Really? Yeah. Because it happens so many times that <laughs> like he goes into a bar at one point and orders bullet it's a this is a sylvester stallone uh shoot comeback up. movie yeah uh and uh he, you know there's many scenes where he's drinking it but there's one scene where he walks into a bar orders it and they say they don't serve that here and he goes out to his car and like gets some out of the glove compartment <laughs> <laughs> and goes back into the bar and just a, drinks his own. And sits and yeah. I mean, that's a scene and dedicated. Very weird. That's yeah. really and strange. You know, it's like uh, kind of an ugly movie, but there are some very, very beautiful shots of bottles of bullets. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow. laughs> they brought in Woody Allen's DP to shoot the bullets, <laughs> the uh, bullet bottles. Yeah. And everything uh, else is just a guy who directs Lifetime movies. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of funny podcasts, Jordan put me onto a, a podcast called The Flop House, which is. Uh, a oh, yeah. real a real delight and uh, one of the one of the episodes that really made me laugh was their bullet to the head <laughs> review they, they they review movies that are flops mm. uh and make lots of funny jokes about them well that's new to me and i will now check it out yeah, yeah. give it a listen give it a listen listener um you know i i'd say that if we have a main function as a podcast it's to learn Promote. and uh, about about cocktails and have people learn about them with us. Mm-hmm. We have a secondary function. It's to recommend other better <laughs> other podcasts. Exactly right. It's exactly right. <laughs> well, I think we should uh, probably call it an evening. Let uh, Jordan get back to it. Um, Jordan, thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, thanks for, for being coming over show. and uh, and and uh, mixing up drinks in my kitchen. It was nice. It was a pleasure. Uh, You're our first, yeah, our first so, remote uh, people guest. People can follow Jordan at Jordan underscore Morris. That's Anything it. else you would? Uh... Uh, yeah, hey, Jordan Jesse Go, my podcast. It's yeah. on uh, uh, maximumfun.org or in iTunes and uh, the At Midnight program. It's on Comedy Central. Uh, at midnight, uh, Monday through Thursday. It's a, those, it's a funny show. Keep those ratings good. Sure. Um, Cool. Well, and I guess we should thank uh, Paul Watling for our logo. Uh, Graham Walsh for the music. And uh, we don't have a engineer this week, so we, we don't, don't have anybody to thank. <laughs> but you know, well, thank you, Ben. Give a give a shout out to James Black and uh, Scott Anderson. Scott Anderson, yeah, who uh, you know got got the week off. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, fellas. All right, that's it. Later, folks. Bye bye. I was uh, I was standing next to another one of the writers, and a joke came up that just involved the word ranch dressing. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, oh, ranch dressing is that one of yours?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, it totally was one of mine. I guess and I didn't even know this. Ranch dressing is just one of my go-to comedy words." <laughs>